Welcome to Ink Drinkers, a literary tea party podcast where we discuss books and drink tea. Hi, Marissa. Hi, Jamie. Mm -hmm. How are you today? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. I'm I'm not going to lie. I'm a little tired of... um, Tired in general, tired of all of the COVID, pandemic, vaccine, this, that, the other stuff. Um, Yeah, there's a a constant messaging that we're being bombarded with. It seems to change daily and different opinions uh, coming at us left and right. Um, I know for me in the workplace with family and friends, um, so I, I understand that feeling of Okay, I'm tired of talking about this particular yeah. topic. Let's, Let's just, move on. Just, yeah, <laughs> uh, but I know we can't because it's still part of our world. But sure, I just I'm I'm exhausted by it. So I'm glad that you and I have this podcast to kind of escape from it for a little while. I agree. Everyone needs an escape, yeah. and what better way to escape than into a great book? Yeah. Um. So. I guess we'll just jump right into our books because I am really excited to tell you about The Other Black Girl by Zakia Delilah Harris. Have you heard of this one? I've heard of it, but I don't know anything about the Okay, so okay. it's all over the the press right now, and I'm almost hesitant to, to say too much about it because part of the... It's like a really stressful book to read. Okay. It, it's like... It's almost thrillery. It's really intense, and part of the enjoyment of the book, I guess, is the way the the story unfolds. But basically, there's this black girl who works in publishing, um, which is another reason I was drawn to the book because obviously, books publishing. Sure. Um, and she's the only black girl who works in her, you know, big publishing house, and then another black girl starts at the at at her place of work as well and but it's kind of like okay is she like angling for my job is she like what's going on here because there's these subtle things that keep happening and the main character is like I don't know if this is in my head I don't know if she's actually doing these things so there's this subtle you know kind of thriller to it like is she going crazy am I imagining right Or or is this girl actually like is she the crazy one? And and then there there's this interesting kind of like sci-fi fantasy twist to it that I'm not going to say anything about okay, because I knew really nothing about it going in. Okay. And I was just like, I did not expect it to go here. But it was so good. It was so intense. I could not stop listening. And it's almost like, you know how in Ready Player One you learn like just a ton about 80s culture? No, because I have never Because you've that. never read... Okay, no, well, we I have not. We need to rectify that. That's a problem. That's that's <laughs> okay. problem number one. I'm gonna add that. But any anyway, so you just it's a book that's just filled with 80s culture, and this book is just filled with black culture, and so I love that aspect of it and learning about that kind of stuff, and then just going through what this woman goes through every day. It was just like, and so many black women experience this every day. So it was intense from that perspective as well. It was just 
all around absolutely excellent. I I loved it. So it's giving me um, the without having context or knowledge of the book. My my brain automatically went to like a Fight Club scenario, where it's like her alter ego, and it's not. It's actually her, but it's not her. No, no. Um, no. Well, you know, okay. Well, I'm way off, but that's where I went because, like you said, when you said supernatural can, aspect of it, like I was like, is she schizophrenic? I can understand. Okay, why you went there, but also um, that would be multiple personality disorder, multiple personalities, not schizophrenia. Not schizophrenic. Well, thinking, <laughs> I guess, thinking that things are happening when they're not, or you're right. hearing things that aren't really there. That's, I guess, where I went schizophrenic. But yes, and multiple personality yeah. for sure, which was Fight Club. Uh, but, but, but speaking of schizophrenia, sorry, okay. I am sneaking another book in here because okay. I'm also obsessed with Hidden Valley Road. Hidden Valley, see, you read way more than I do. And so, which is great for me because <laughs> I always I'm say a book and you're like, read it. <laughs> I'm like, no. So Hidden Valley Road. So it's about schizophrenia and this one family in oh, Colorado. You told me about I this. did. T- okay, okay, I thought I did. Yes, so this yes. one family in Colorado. There were twelve kids, ten boys and two girls, and I can't remember now if it was. I think six of the boys um, were diagnosed with schizophrenia, and it was just this insane, intense, fascinating story. And it was like the perfect blend of science and story. So you right. weren't like, oh my God, quit throwing these medical terms at me. But, um, oh, it was, it was so good. So I'm sneaking that one in okay. there. <laughs> okay. So The Midnight Library would be the book that I would recommend by Matt Haig. Yep. Loved it. Okay. You loved it? Yes. Okay. So trigger, Five stars. trigger warning on, on that, that um, there, there is some suicide content for whoever, you know, might find that a bit off or, or may not want to read it for that particular reason, but um, it was just very well done. And that's the first book that I read by him. Mm-hmm, me and too. then I read others by him based on that. Um, and it was fantastic. So his other ones are good too? Yeah. Okay. Because I haven't read anything else. I'll say there are some that I like more than the others. I think I didn't look at the year when The Radleys was written. I just read that a f- about a month ago. And I didn't love it. That okay. was the one I think I told you about that was, um, they were like a family of vampires. Oh, yeah. And it was just and so, was like, <laughs> it was so random. <laughs> and I like Supernatural, but it was so, it was just very different yeah. than, than the other books. Um, the other book by him was fantastic. And I'm not going to talk about that one today, but it was really good. And um, What About Time, I believe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, or How to Stop Time. How to Stop Time. Yeah, I want to read that. Fantastic. Okay, good. Good to know. Good. Good to know. So, yeah, so the, um, it kind of starts with a, the main character is a female and um, she's having a hard time. Her life didn't really work out the way that she thought it was going to. And essentially, she she tries to take her own life um, at her apartment. She takes pills. She takes pills, Yeah. yeah. And she goes into, I guess you can call it like a comatose state. Um, and in that state, she finds herself in a library. Which is like, perfect. Yes. <laughs> if I'm in a coma, please put me in a library. Um, and when she gets there, the, her old uh, librarian from school is the librarian in her library. In her comatose yeah, library. In her comatose <laughs> library. Um, and so basically it's just um, every book that you choose 
in your library, there are thousands of books and millions of books or however many they say that there are. So that is every different life that you could have chosen, which I think is like, I just got chills thinking about it. <laughs> like, I think that's so interesting. Like every decision you make could turn into a different right. life. Like Correct. the quantum physics kind of yes. thing. Yeah. Which I find really fascinating. Yeah. Um, and that kind of goes hand in hand. I know it doesn't in regard to this, but in regard to manifesting, which I also have a really big investment in, in just my general everyday life. <laughs> like I've read a lot about it. I love it. I think it's interesting. I think it's helpful. And so thinking about it in that, those terms where, you know, your life is here, but it doesn't have to be like, there's so many different things that you could do, or that if you would have made one little change here, like you could think, manifest a different life. You could for manifest yourself. a different life for yourself. Oh, I'm going to go manifest after this. Yes. Um, and so it's just really all the storylines of her life that could have been are just really well done and really interesting. This was another book where some there were some of the, like I would read descriptions and be like, I'm like, how do people come up with these phrases and words? I'm like, why doesn't my brain work this way? But it just is so well written and just such beautiful language and the story is intense and I so I read this um last year in the middle of COVID when like everyone was depressed (laughs) and so it was probably not the best time to read it and I was like reading this book and I was like oh god this is supposed to be like a book trying to get me to see why my life is great like I'm, I'm down in the dumps and so I could see the value in it, but I didn't love it at the time. And then I reread it a couple months ago for another book club. And I was like, this is the greatest book ever. Like, how Isn't did I not so see interesting this before? Yeah. That you can read, like, words could have meaning at the time in your life, obviously. And then you could just be in a completely different space. Exactly. And, and it's, it's just and it was, completely different. it was life-changing. I, yeah. I loved that book yeah. so much. Fantastic. And so I listened to it, obviously, because just in case it's not clear yet, I listen to about 99% of the books I read Um, and yeah Yeah. Marissa does too and so this was one of the ones where when my birthday or Christmas rolls around my mom's like what do you want for your birthday and I always just give her a list of books and so this was one that I was like okay I need a physical copy of this for my shelf for sure yes because it's just so good all right well let's go ahead and spill the tea Um, but before we do that we'll talk about the tea that we're drinking this week which I you know, I found this in my uh, tea cabinet at home. I don't know when or where exactly I got it. I'm thinking it was in like a um, like a, a, a book subscription box or something like that. But it's called A Study in Tea. It is, it says it's from Riddle's Tea Shop and Curiosities, but then at the bottom it says a Frostbeard Studio exclusive. Okay. And they're the ones that do um, like those literary themed candles. Yes. So I, you've actually given me a couple before. Yes, it's. I, I didn't know that they also had tea, but that's... Well, I didn't know that either, and I can't guarantee that this is from... <laughs> from them. From Frostbeard specifically, because it says Riddle's Tea Shop at the top, but... Um, Maybe they have a partnership and... It, yeah, yeah, it could be. But uh, so this tea is... The ingredients are Assam, Ceylon, Yunnan, black tea, natural vanilla flavor, and natural cream flavor. And it's really delightful. It's very good. I um, It kind of has an Earl Grey feel to it, but not Earl, Go- Earl Grey. And it's it's very, I mean, I know I, I said that natural cream flavor is an ingredient, but it's very creamy. Yeah, I get that. Well, I added cream into mine, so, you know, 
it already tasted creamy. <laughs> I didn't taste it prior. But uh, it's very, um, there is no fruit undertone at all. Right. I get the vanilla, which adds to the creaminess of it. Um, I think it's just a very drinkable. It's very smooth. Yeah, very smooth. Like, I'm going to have to figure out where exactly this came from. To so get more, more, yeah, because it's just a sample. Yeah, that honestly was probably supposed to be for one cup of tea, and I split it into two, but um, it's But really it actually good. had enough flavor to split it in half. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm a fan. I will be buying more and drinking more. Thank you, Frostbeard Studio and Riddle's Tea Shop. Um, this is not sponsored. I just really like. <laughs> I just really like this tea. Um, so now I will go ahead and spill the tea on the book that I didn't love this week, um, which was Finley Donovan is killing it. Have you heard of this book? I have not. Okay, it's by L. Cosimano. Okay, I've and never heard. it has the cutest cover. I'm going to show you. That is really cute. I, I like know. it a lot. So it's like a pink background, and it's this lady with like a turtleneck on, and she's kind of hiding her face, and she's got these glasses on, like she's trying to be covert or whatever. And so in the book, um, she goes to I think like a coffee shop or something, and somebody thinks that she is like a contract killer. And just starts talking to her about like, okay, here's how you're going to kill my husband. And I'm going to give you this $20,000. And she just goes along with it and like takes the $20,000. okay. And then is like, okay, well now I have to figure out how to kill this woman's husband. And it just kept getting more and more ridiculous. And Mm -hmm. I mean, it sounds like a really cute and fun premise, but I was just like, I can't. It was so ridiculous. And at every turn, it got even more ridiculous. And so I, I just had to quit reading. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Because it sounds interesting. Like, it sounds like, oh, that would be a um, a cool start to a book. Right. You know? Because how would you get yourself in that situation? Obviously, the other lady is there to meet someone. Right. So She's there is someone. someone to kill her husband. Right. Um. I mean, what would you even do in that situation if that was you and you sat down and someone came and sat down next to you and, like, basically propositioned <laughs> you to do this but also thought that that's what you were there for? Oh, my God. <laughs> um, what would I do? I think in a perfect world, I would call the cops and be like, yeah. yo. But in reality, honestly, I'd probably just get up and walk away and pretend like it never happened. Yeah, like, I think I would laugh uncomfortably <laughs> thinking, <laughs> you know, like, I would be like, <laughs> What? <laughs> like, I don't know this person. Um, Surely this is a joke. But I would think in the back of my head, like, that's material for a fun conversation with Jamie or my <laughs> husband later. Like, this lady came and talked. To, when really, in reality, like you're saying, I should probably call an you authority. You alert someone. Yeah, alert somebody that, you know, Someone's this murder might be about to go down. Um, but yes, in reality, that's probably not what I would do. I would just try to get far, far away. Well, I'll just say that Finley Donovan does everything wrong. So yeah. <laughs> that's that's what happens in that book. Well, that's a bummer. Yeah. Because I would have totally judged a book by its cover with that and one. And the cover was so cute. Yeah. I, that's what happened. I did judge the book by yeah. its cover, and then I it's, ended up being disappointed. Bites you But sometimes. I've seen a ton of people post like, oh, my God, this book was so fun, and I loved it. It just wasn't. Your thing. Yeah, I couldn't handle the, the craziness. Yeah. So the book that I actually decided not to recommend is One Last Stop by Casey McCluskey. Yeah, I know. We, we disagree on this one. It's fine. Yeah, so Jamie loves this one, and I didn't dislike it, 
but to say that I really liked it or that I loved it would be um, false. You know Casey McQuiston is from Baton Rouge. Did not know, but yep. that doesn't make a difference. Well, it means that you should like her books. So all the <laughs> other books that I've read by her, I also don't love. Well, it's one other. She's written two. Well, I read it. And <laughs> did and love both it. were excellent. And that is my opinion. I liked the, the other one more than this one. Red, white, and royal blue. Yes. Yeah. I liked it more. I liked the characters more. This one, I like I've told you before, I just didn't feel like the character development to get them as intense of a relationship as it ended up being kind of was there. Like, I, I understand it was an interesting plot. I liked I, <laughs> was, I mean, it was definitely a unique plot. I for think sure. whenever you told me about it and you kind of gave me a very brief description, I thought, which is my own fault, because that's how that's not what it was. But I think I thought that they were going to go back to the 80s uh, so, or the so, 70s. So the plot is that there's a woman stuck on a subway train in New York City and she can't get off and she lived in like the 70s or 80s or whatever and she hasn't been able to get off since it was like 76 okay and um and whenever the new york blackout was oh yes yeah the new york blackout and so you know this other woman finds her and they develop a relationship and all this kind of stuff and try to figure out how to get her off the train i thought that the train got boring after a while i mean i I get that, and I've heard other people say that before, and I don't disagree, but I was willing to overlook that because I love the book. Yeah. I just didn't I just didn't think that it was that their relationship was developed enough for that level of intensity. Yeah. Yeah. I mean it's fine. It's you know, you're not gonna <laughs> like all the same books, it's whatever. Um so on a different note. What is keeping you sane right now? Oh, man. I, we talked about this, and this is such a, sometimes can be a hard thing to um, to think about because you're not thinking when you're in it. Right. What is what is keeping me, you know, to where I, I don't want to scream? Um, <laughs> it's but, hard to pick out those little things, but I think is. it's important. I think it's important, too. I think it's important to acknowledge them and look for them, kind of like a lesson in gratefulness. Yeah. Um, but I would probably say, especially this week and last week, um, I don't know if you've ever heard of this, but it's, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it correctly, it's the Ho'oponopono prayer. Never heard of it. It's a Hawaiian mantra. Um, I haven't delved extremely deep into everything that it encompasses. I know it has a bunch of different um, meanings, and um, but for me, what I have gotten from it. Um, it's is the mantra of saying this small little prayer every day, which I'm going to tell you now what it is that anyone can say, just okay. if you need to kind of calm yourself down um, or things aren't going well and you just need to take a minute. And maybe that minute isn't really, it's turning into like five minutes and you're like, I'm still about to lose it. <laughs> just keep repeating it. Yes, but it is, um, I'm sorry, please forgive me. I love you. Thank you. So it, it's, in Hawaiian culture, it's a method of forgiveness, and it kind of cleanses and releases all of the negative thoughts and beliefs that you might have going on in your mind at that moment, um, and, you know, gets rid of the things that are not meant for you. So it's, I'm sorry. Please forgive Please me. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. 
Thank you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. I love you. Thank you. That's nice. So it's just kind of a to get yourself back to yourself. Yeah. That was like a really sweet um, and nice thing that you just said. And mine thing that's keeping me sane this week and for the last uh, like four weeks is watching all the Marvel movies in uh, timeline order. (laughs) Um, It just gives me something to do at night. And like I'll get home from work and put on a Marvel movie and just kind of get lost in it. And I mean, I've always loved like all the superhero movies and everything. I know it's probably not your thing, but uh it's like they all are really satisfying because there's the good guys and the bad guys and you know (laughs) what the outcome is going to be and it's just so satisfying to watch and um I don't know I just love all the actors and Robert Downey Jr. and all the Chris's (laughs) (laughs) the the mini Chris's (laughs) Chris Evans and Chris Hemsworth and Chris Pratt Pratt yep he's in Guardians of the Galaxy Mm -hmm. um so yeah, I've really been enjoying that, and I'm getting close to the end, so I'm a little sad about that, but um, it's been fun to watch them in timeline order, as opposed to like the order they came out, because I can actually see like from one movie to the next where it came from, um, and I'd seen probably half of them before, so about half of them have been new for me, so it's been nice. I feel a little guilty, because my nephew is a huge uh marvel superhero fan and he's five so he can't actually watch the movies and i'm just sitting here watching them all without him but i'm i'm sorry foster yeah i'm sorry i love you i forgive you and (laughs) whatever the other one was (laughs) i hope you forgive me (laughs) side note i messed up the prayer okay well you can do yours all over again it's thank you i love you instead of i love you thank you just in case you know someone who actually knows it it's like that's not it (laughs) okay well um thank you for you know taking time out of your day to hang out with me and talk about books always a pleasure au revoir (laughs) (laughs) thanks for listening be sure to check out the show notes for the full list of books we discussed today You can find that in your podcast app or on our website, inkdrinkerspodcast.com. And please support us by subscribing anywhere you listen to podcasts and leaving a review. You can find us on Instagram and on Twitter at inkdrinkerspod. Cheers! Cheers.